0: Welcome everybody to the Wiregrass High School Football Report brought to you by the radio people. This is your weekly look at all things high school football in the Wiregrass. I am your host, Philip Jordan, the in-studio host and producer for Dutton Woods Football on 96.9 The Legend. You can download the podcast on Apple Podcasts and the Google Play Store. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe, rate, and review. You can also check out the show on the 95.5 WTVY, 96.9 The Legend, and 106.7 KMX Apps. Very easy to find. Upload it. You'll see it at the very bottom of the screen. All our great podcasts, including this one, Wiregrass Weather Chat. Welcome to the Wiregrass. Plenty of great podcasts to listen to. So when you get done with this podcast, go check out one of our other great podcasts over at the radio people. You can follow me on social media at PJordanscc. And you can also email me at jordan at gmail. On today's show, I'm going to be joined by Josh Boutwell. He is the sports editor over at the Southeast Sun. Uh, He was at the Delville Elba game on Friday night, and we're also going to preview Enterprise as well and get his other thoughts on the weekend in high school football in the Wiregrass. But first, let's get you updated on the scores from this past Friday night. All right, let's look at the week one scoreboard. Let me knock some rust off. I have not done this. In a good bit, doing a scoreboard segment. So, anyways, here we go. Op defeated Geneva sixty-seven to fourteen behind six first-half touchdowns by quarterback Hal Smithhart. Ufala defeated Carroll fifty to seven. Hess Horn threw four touchdowns for the Tigers. Elba defeated Delville fifty to zero. It was thirty-eight to zero at halftime for Elba. Arrington defeated Dale County twenty-five to fourteen. Whitsburg shut out Hedlund. For a victory of fourteen to zero, Whisper scored both touchdowns in the first quarter. Iowa Christian defeated Springwood twenty-eight to twelve. Northside Methodist defeated Houston County forty-two to twenty-one in their first game, part of the Alabama High School Athletic Association. So, congratulations to Northside Methodist on that win. Houston Academy defeated Kingston sixteen to zero behind a great defensive effort. And Rehoboth defeated Providence eighteen to zero. Rehoboth debut for new head coach Pate harrison so that is your scoreboard for week one we'll have plenty more games for next week as well as more teams are getting kicked off and and getting started with the 2020 high school football season here in the wiregrass all right i'm gonna take a quick break and tell you guys about one of our other great podcasts here to radio people but then after that break i'll be joined by josh batwell from the southeast sun to talk about some of the high school football games over this past weekend and we'll preview enterprise we'll be right back here on the wiregrass high school football report brought to you by the radio people bethany who you can listen to every weekday from 10 to 2 on 106.7 kmx gets you through the work day she also has a podcast called welcome to the wiregrass bethany has now been in the south for over a year now this podcast for you if you're new to the area been here for a few years or your whole life you'll still learn something new about the Wiregrass. She interviews a new person from the community every week. On the latest episode, Bethany interviews Carlin, who is the CEO of Girl Scouts of Southern Alabama. She tells us all about Girl Scouts, how the girls benefit, and how to get involved. Carlin even discusses the new Girl Scout cookie that was just announced. You can listen to Welcome to the Wiregrass on the KMX app, WKMX.com, or download for free at the Google Play Store or Apple Podcasts. Now, back to the wiregrass high school football report everybody joining me this week on the show i'm joined by josh Boutwell, southeast sun sports editor out of enterprise and uh josh uh, always glad to have you on the podcast and uh thanks for joining me this week
1: uh, it's my pleasure i appreciate it
0: yeah i'm glad to have you on uh, we have some football to talk about uh finally uh, excited for this past week um uh, and you were at the delville elbow game elbow one uh 50 to zero but just for you overall how was it the feeling just being able to go to a stadium and cover a game again
1: it was great it was uh just to have some football back it was definitely different you know um seeing so many people with <laughs> with mass at a, at a football game but um yeah it was it was good just to, just to finally be back out there again
0: yeah what was the big differences for you versus what you're what you're used to when you go to cover a game to what you had to do on Friday night uh,
1: for me uh, really the main thing was uh, I was on the sideline trying to take some pictures and uh, elbow wanted to, to try to keep us off the sideline as much as possible so it was more in the the end zone um, but other than that just wearing mass that was really the only the major thing
0: yeah, that, that's kind of one thing I was wondering about because I mean I've done a little photography work with some other stuff, but how that side of things would work with photographers and cameramen as well, cameramen, camera women, uh, taking pictures, taking video, like TV stations, of course, yourself taking, trying to take picture of the game. That was something that I was kind of curious to how they how these schools are going to do that because you know that's a big part too, especially at the high school level. I mean, because you won't. People with cameras taking video, taking pictures of what's going on.
1: Yeah, it's going to be really probably different for every school. I know the AHSA is kind of trying to make us make sure we we all call any uh, away games that we go. Make, we call the superintendent and the principal, see what their guidelines are. And, um, I think it, it, for the most part it's probably going to be similar to that. Try to stay off off the sideline as much as possible, and, and more so in the end zone, which won't make life real easy if we don't have $3,000 cameras. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I don't necessarily, I, I'll tell you, mine's not that. Uh, I got a little $400 <laughs> one yeah. on my, my Nikon uh, that I use. Now, when it comes to the fans that were there, uh, what was the crowd like and what was the energy level?
1: Energy level was really good. Um, uh, really, even the Delville side had a, had a pretty good turnout. Elba side had obviously a good turnout. Um, people were trying to Space out as much as possible. You can kind of tell that. But um, for the most part, it, it, yeah, it, was, it was good energy, good crowd, good night of football. Well, <laughs> it was good to be out there. Let's put it that way.
0: We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Um, because, well, we'll get there now. So, Delville and Elba, and I've seen some – You know, it feels like in the last couple of years, there's several different people now in the area that are covering high school football. It's not just – you know the local newspapers, local TV stations. There's a couple Facebook pages out there where people go out and they try to cover it as well. Different as we've been talking about this year, but I saw some people put this as a game of the week for this Friday night in the area. Uh, of course, Elba does win fifty to zero. Elba going from one A, they're going back to two A. Delville's now up into three A, and it was Elba up thirty eight to zero at halftime. Just you were there. What really happened, and what led to all the good fortune for Elba in this game?
1: Uh, there's probably a lot of factors you can put it on I mean Delville has right now around 28 players, um, and, and that's including uh, probably a little less than 10 seventh and eighth graders on that roster that I'm including there. Um, so the, the depth just isn't there. The experience certainly isn't there. Um, and Elba is obviously tough and. Uh, Coach Steven from Elba bringing the single wing over to Elba is going to give a lot of people problems this year. And it definitely the misdirection and everything going on with that, it gave Delville a lot of problems with those young kids out there trying to make tackles.
0: Yeah, and I also noticed in uh, one of the articles I read about the game that the, the fumbles, turnovers, That I mean, that was an issue for Delville too as well in this game.
1: Oh, it was huge, Yeah. Just looking at it, they had uh, four lost fumbles and an interception. But there was almost there was also eight total fumbles. And uh, a lot of, some of that was uh, snaps, bad snaps, or missed time snaps. Um, but also there was a couple of big games that Devil had that uh, led to fumbles too. Um, but Elba, I want to say on, in their first uh, five plays scored four touchdowns. So it's hard to win any game when that happens.
0: Yeah, most definitely. When you're scoring, when your amount of plays is almost the same amount of touchdowns, that is that is not uh, good for the other side, uh, obviously. Uh, and, of course, with Elba and reading some previews and stuff on them coming into the season, uh, they're very excited about quarterback Jacques Prince, very athletic quarterback, and a running back, uh, Colin Harrison. Uh, he had two touchdowns on the ground, then quarterback Jacques Prince had two touchdowns in the air and one on the ground. Um, what were your thoughts on those players and on the performances they had from what you've seen?
1: Yeah, the skill players are definitely where I think Oba's biggest advantage is uh, Prince. I think, I mean, two for two, 105 yards, two touchdowns, that's about as efficient as it gets. And, and really, it goes back to that running game, you just get pounded on and pounded on and pounded on. And then all of a sudden, he drops back and throws a 40-yard bomb. That's going to be a problem for teams this year for sure.
0: Yeah, Elba's just different coaches, uh, but they are one of these programs in this area, and despite if they're in 2A or 1A, they're going to be a team to deal with. I mean, they are consistently one of the better teams in this area and uh, always a threat to be a team that can contend for a state title at times. So, So, I mean, Elba, I'm just seeing that and what they did against Delville, who was a playoff team last year. This is this is going to be a scary team.
1: Oh, without question, I think I um, mean uh, Coach Stephen is kind of bringing that toughness over there and, and that old school single wing offense, which Elba has always, especially dating back to really uh, Ed Rigby, they've had more of that smash mouth running at you, beer triple option, whatever you want to call it, and uh, the single wing is definitely bringing that back too.
0: So look at uh, Elba their next matchup. And they had the, they're playing Op, and Op had a big victory too on on Friday night. They beat Geneva sixty seven to fourteen. Uh, they were led by quarterback House Smithhart. He was seventeen to twenty one for three hundred twenty three yards. Three hundred thirteen of those were in the first half, and six first half touchdowns. And then last year in this game, Elba did win thirty six to thirty four. I mean, you were talking about this off air. I think we both are kind of looking at this game is probably going to be another high scoring game between these two.
1: Yeah, I would say without question. Um, for Elba though, you know your best defense defense against a, a high power spread kind of offense is is a running game and uh, holding holding the ball, holding the clock. So I think that single wing got to be their uh, their secret weapon there.
0: You know, other side for Delville, they'll go to Del County this Friday, and they had a loss in their opening game against Arrington, 13-25, uh, to 14-25, excuse me. And then Ayrton, they're one of the better teams normally in this area as well. So when you look for that matchup, both teams are 0-1, you know. So And I always say your best improvement is from Week 1 to Week 2. Uh, just uh, overall, do you have any thoughts there with, between those two matching up? Yeah, I think it's just going to be who wants
1: them more, really. And I, I know for on Delville's side, they're probably going to Really want to look to to execute better, you know, execute blocks, uh, things as simple as um, wrapping up on a tackle, uh, the right snap count, uh, uh, executing the snap. There's gonna be things like that, and obviously there were some injuries too that they don't have to deal with. And being young is something that uh, injuries will just add to that. So uh, just continue to get experience and try to try to get better each week.
0: And I want to transition over to the team. Obviously, you covered. You're there in enterprise. The enterprise Wildcats going in year two under Rick Darnton made the playoffs last year. Even they had two votes in the preseason polls as well. Uh, just uh, going into the season, you know, you talked to Coach Darnton. You've been around the team. What is your feeling about this team? Uh, I think
1: really just it's going to be an exciting team to watch from just being able to watch practices and scrimmages and things like that. I mean, the skill position is definitely somewhere where Enterprise is is certainly going to be a team you have to contend with. But um, they're really small on both lines, so I think speed will be a big thing there too. And it's going to be interesting to watch, especially, you know, a new quarterback.
0: Yeah, what is the latest there in Enterprise you've been hearing about the quarterback situation?
1: Uh, Quentin Hayes is a, is a starting quarterback. Uh, he's a junior. He's also a, a really good basketball player. Um, just, I think the the biggest thing I think about him is he's natural. Um, he I've even heard him say in, in practice talking to other players. Um, sometimes he doesn't even know why he makes the decision he makes. He just does it. It just it kind of comes natural to him. And with this kind of a hybrid offense that Enterprise is going to be running, where you <laughs> you'll never know what formation they're going to line up in, whether it's the single wing or it's a spread or it's the off-formation or it's the flex bone. So uh, him being able to, <clears throat> to make those kind of decisions, especially when they're doing the option and things like that, is really going to benefit him. And he has a big arm too.
0: You talk about the position players, and I was reading your article talking about some players to look out for for some of these teams in the area, the teams you cover over at the Southeast Sun. And uh, Michael Johnson at running back, of course, he got hit with some injuries last year, but when he was on the field, one of the best in this area, very hard to deal with. And they got Josh McRae there as well, who's getting a lot of attention uh, nationally from different publications and schools as well. So the running game, as we said, I mean, following Enterprise, and I, I called a couple of games online last year, they're going to run the ball. I mean, you better be expecting it, and even if you aren't expecting it, some teams couldn't stop it even if they are. But those two guys, I mean, that is a good – a uh, starting point right there for your running game.
1: Oh, without question, they have some other backs that are really getting some looks in fall camp, like Zaire Board as a junior. And um, I think kind of a, a X factor for them is going to be uh, Jared Smith out at wide receiver. You know, you got to you keep concentrating and, and keying in on that running game, and then all of a sudden, the quickest player on the team, two years off of an ACL injury, he's uh, going streaking down the field. So. Yeah, that skill position is a is a position I'm really looking at them to to be strong at this year.
0: And you know, looking at this week, they start their season off against Carver on Friday night. And all time series, I was looking it up. They these two have not actually played since 1999. Enterprise holds all time series seventeen to one. Carver finished fifth in six A Region two last year, just missing out in the playoffs. But for enterprise this is interesting to me in a part for the next week because dothan obviously had to cancel the first two games Uh, but so as of now dothan's opener will be against enterprise but then you got enterprise playing an actual game this week so the fact that the enterprise will have a game in dothan will not uh, that's got a in a way when you look at just the on the field part of this thing huge for enterprise because then they'll have a pretty good feel of or a little bit of a feel who they are as a team when they go into that big matchup with Dothan.
1: Yeah, without question, I would say that's a big advantage. Um, you don't want to, you don't ever say that a game doesn't matter, but in the grand scheme of things, this game doesn't technically matter when, when you're talking about the playoffs. But having that sort of kind of a dress rehearsal before things get started with the region play is definitely big. Getting see which guys that have looked good in practice are going to step up on game day, and which guys maybe didn't look as great in practice and step up on game day.
0: Yeah, and you know this is this is the rivalry now in the area because of course Dothan North you merged Dothan Wolves now. So I mean, this is to me this is the rivalry. This is the biggest, uh, you know, rivalry game. And I could repeat myself saying rivalry a lot here, but. <laughs> would it now be in region play? That even makes it bigger to me because then you're looking at a game that could very well determine if we get a full season, who goes to the playoffs and maybe who doesn't because the region, Dothan and Enterprise are both in. 7A region two is loaded. Auburn, Prattville, Central Phoenix City, just to name a few teams. So it's it's going to be a big game when the two do get together on September 4th. Without question, I think just like you
1: said, making it a region game just made it that much bigger. And uh, and you kind of would ask, you know, well, who's the rival? Is it Enterprise and Dothan, Enterprise and Northview? Or is it Dothan, Northview? Is it all of them? Now you don't have to ask that question. And I, sometimes I feel like I'm offending people when I refer to Dothan as Dothan rather than that team from the East. So yeah, <laughs> it, it's definitely making it better.
0: Yeah, and you and you had an interesting article on Friday Talking about what enterprises doing to, you know, prevent COVID as best they can, and I wrote a couple of things off. I mean, some interesting things. I mean, of course, they're doing the temperature checks before entering the field house. If you have one hundred point four above, you get sent home. Everybody's using hand sanitizer and facial coverings. I mean, the locker room. I saw they're using shifts, always at one third capacity, space players out, stuff like that. And Coach Darlington said in your piece that I mean, he doesn't think anybody in high school football. Is doing the things they are doing, going to the—I don't want to use the word extremes, but maybe the links to make sure the players are protected and making sure you know they're not impacted by this. Uh, but you know, overall, it was your article. What you've seen with this team, how impressed or positive is it that you're seeing out of Enterprise at the links they are going to to prevent from this happening, and having a season stoppage? It's
1: extremely impressive. It's extremely impressive how dedicated they seem to be to this. Um, you know, it's just being out there watching or taking pictures, is, it's tough for me to stand out there in that hot sun wearing a mask and see coaches out there coaching, wearing masks and things like that. But also uh, the things like staggering going into the locker room and uh, sanitizing everything after each rep in the weight room and spreading out in the film room It's very impressive. And um, uh, the one thing is uh, that, uh, that actually – Physically put dots on the field every nine feet for everybody to. When you're not in the game, in like in a scrimmage situation, you got to get on a dot, is what they say. And um, the funny part was, um, when they were saying "get on a dot, make sure you get on a dot, get on a dot," I thought it was just you know where you're standing and that's your dot. But I, I asked Coach I talking this "Is this a legitimate dot?" He said, "Yeah." And he, he took me over there and showed me the dot. So <laughs> yeah, they're taking it very seriously.
0: Oh. And the last thing uh, in the high school football stuff here with you, uh, New Broughton, of course, that's another team in your coverage area. Uh, they had to cancel their first two games. Uh, but, you know, not talking about that, when they do get going, go, what are your thoughts moving ahead for the New Broughton season?
1: Man, missing two weeks is is rough. Um, Dustin's going through it too, so, I mean, it's, it's real rough. But no, no one's going to have sympathy for you for sure. Again. Um, Kind of like I was saying with enterprise, the skill the skill position is a position I'm looking at it's going to be really strong for uh And I got a kid that's only a junior, but going into his third year as a starting quarterback is definitely huge. We got a couple of transfers is going to be big. Uh, was like Jordan Casey at tailback, also Jamarcus Brown at tailback. Uh, he'll be big, and then also they have a really big offensive line. So it, I think the missing two weeks will, will certainly be tough for them but um i think they've got shot having a really big year this year
0: yeah it's gonna be interesting and I, I was just happy to see high school football being played friday night uh and uh we had some interesting scores and it's going to be a lot more of them this friday night uh as we do close out the high school football discussion here josh was there anything else from this past week that stood out to you when it comes to high school football in the wiregrass area
1: Really? It, honestly, just the thing that stands out is we got there. We got to that yeah. first week. And let's kind of keep it going because it, it felt like we've talked about it for so long that it just, you always felt like you were waiting for that, the, the other shoe to drop and like, okay, well, everything's canceled again. But we got to that first week and let's hope there's not any spikes. There's not any things like that. And, you know, I don't want to get into talking about guidelines and stuff like that that I think maybe you're a little bit insane, but hopefully some of that stuff gets loosened a little bit maybe and and uh we can
0: have a season yeah we don't need to do the guidelines thing if everybody wants to hear about the guidelines we did that on this show like over a month ago you were on the podcast <laughs> so people can just go download that episode on apple podcast we subscribe rate and review You've got to get in that advertisement whenever you can to subscribe rate and review uh josh it's always fun to have you on the show and uh, if the listeners want to follow you online where can they find you
1: Uh, www.southeastsun.com. Follow us at Facebook at the Southeast Sun, Twitter at Southeast Sun, me, Twitter at Josh Batwell Sun. And as you said, as Captain America said, Avengers assemble.
0: There we go. There we go. We got, we got the nerd demographic (laughs) in today too. But anyways, Josh, I do appreciate the time and I'm sure we'll talk again, but I do look forward to talking again sometime down the road.
1: Oh, anytime. It's my pleasure.
0: As always, thanks to Josh Batwell for being on the podcast. He's one of the regulars here, and he'll be back on at some point during the season as well. And go check out all his work over at the Southeast Sun in Enterprise, covering all those teams in that area, like Elba, Delville, New Brockton, of course, Enterprise, and others. So, something I'm going to do here this year, different. Last season, I would just give you a whole list of all the games. there's places online you can get that i don't think that's a very entertaining segment me just reading off a whole list of games it's different when it's scores but actual a schedule that's me reading off sheet of paper i think that's boring audio but what i am going to do this season is give y'all my game of the week but before i do that pass along some couple of news items and both of these come from the dothan eagle northside methodist slocum will play in Ozark on September 4th at Matthews Stadium to allow more fans to attend. And this Friday, Houston Academy and Bayside Academy, they will move their game to Repuse for the same reason to get more fans to attend that game. Because Dothan would have been hosting Park Crossing at home this Friday, but since they're not playing uh, the first two weeks of the season, they will open, hopefully against Enterprise on September 4th. Repuse is open, so Houston Academy and Bayside Academy will play a repuse this Friday. So game of the week. I've alluded to this game with Josh Batwell. And uh, I'm going to go with Op hosting Elba on Friday night. Like I said, Elba coming off the 50-0 win over Delville this past Friday. And then you got Op defeating Geneva 67 to 14. Last year, Elba won this game 36 to 34. It should be a fun game. A lot of great players on both Elba and the Op side. High-scoring game to be expected, but you know, Josh talked about this game when I was talking to him. Maybe Elba can kind of slow it up a little bit, play good defense with their offense, keep the ball on the ground, and slow down that Op offensive attack. So I'm really looking forward to that game being a classic, and that is this week's Game of the week, and that'll wrap up this edition of the Wiregrass High School Football Report. Once again, thank to Josh Batwell for being on the show this week. Always have a fun time talking to him. Thank you, the listener, for checking out the podcast. Remember, you can find it on Apple Podcasts and the Google Play Store. Also, you can check it out on the 95.5 WTVY, 96.9 The Legend, and 106.7 KMX apps. As well, you can find me on social media at P. Jordan SEC, and uh, you can also email me at sportsoftfieldjordan at gmail.com and please check out all our other fantastic podcasts at the radio people you got welcome to the wiregrass with bethany and then you also got the wiregrass weather chat is another one with alan skipper and chad jackson and look we got some hurricanes coming in out there in the gulf so you might want to be keeping an eye on the wiregrass weather chat as well Wired with Johnny. See, there's just a bunch of great shows, audio content over at the radio people. All our stations, like I said, kmx one 95, 5WTVY, 96.9, The Legend. Anyways, I'm going to get out of here. I hope everybody has a fantastic week, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye bye.